0: First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Phillips. Speaking of Dallas, it was the biggest spread of the NFL season, and they needed an 11-play, 98-yard drive in less than two minutes to beat the Houston Texans. Big deal or no deal for the Cowboys if this game was close?
1: No, I think it's a big deal, but I think, I think them winning the game will will save them from like incurring the wrath of a lot of people. Like I'm guessing down in Dallas, you know, they'll treat Monday morning on the, the sports talk stations, they'll act like they lost the game. That's what I would do if I was hosting there. Like how the hell did 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 this game look like I mean, this? Honestly,
0: they should have lost. I know. Did you see the interception that Dak threw yes. inside his own inside his own ten?
1: Yes, they should have lost the they they should have lost the game. They-
0: Houston got zero points out of an interception thrown inside their own 10-yard line. It's pathetic. They 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 definitely should have lost. Well,
1: it just feels like if they – so this is like something that like obviously betters talk about all the time is that like in the minds of a better, it's almost like Dallas lost the game today because it's more yeah. about how they played than the results, more about the process. Like they look like shit, so you know they should be, they should be dinged, big time, for that. Right. But
0: I don't know. I, like, I, I mean, so they, they, I I I tend to be the guy who says like, to try I try to not overreact to the one game, and say, it's the ultimate trap game. Like it's the ultimate look-ahead spot, you know. Not that they have Philly next week. I think they got Jacksonville, but just like all week, you think, well, they're the worst team. We're at home; it's cakewalk. But it's there. It's the other team Super Bowl. Everything, everything about it, and they just they come out and lay an egg. Some weird things happen, and all of a sudden, you're down. It's a close game, and it's the NFL and it's weird. So- but it's
1: short it's short week because of they the well it was a sunday night game it was not a monday night game. Right. But I could just you know to me it does not speak well to the Cowboys you know taking the game seriously or feeling like even though it was an ultimate mismatch they could just coast their way through it and sleepwalk their way through the game and win. And the problem for them in these situations for me at least is that They haven't done anything. This team hasn't accomplished anything. There's not a bunch of winners on this team. Like, for me, they don't get the benefit of the doubt of just being like, ah, fuck it, we scored 50, you know, we scored 50 last week. We've got the worst team in the NFL coming to our place. If we want to just coast through the game, that's fine. They haven't earned that, right?
0: No, they haven't earned it, but I wonder if they're doing it, uh, whether it's subconscious or not, like – an Eagles game, in well, I think that's a, I, I think that's a poor reflection on them. Then I think that that well, makes them. No, no, I mean, yeah, no, I f- listen. I don't think I don't think very
1: highly of the head coach. Like if Kansas so. City does this against Houston in a couple of weeks, honestly, I would feel I would
0: feel differently about it. Well, I I think we've seen Kansas City do that before. We've se- we've seen them kind of play down, eke out wins, and then when they have, you know, the Bengals or, no, Bengals is a bad example. But like when they have a big game against a division team on Sunday night football, Andy Reid comes out with like three trick plays and they have, you know, four touchdowns on their first four possessions. Like a small part of me wonders if Dallas is let's go vanilla for the Houston game. Let's go vanilla next week for the Jaguars game, though maybe that changes with how Jacksonville looked today and just not not put a ton on film for Philly to try to go up and snipe that game. But that's being very generous to what Dallas did today. Yep. You know, I so I'm not I I'm just just more of a devil's advocate thing because it was it was not an impressive performance. Um as we move through this thing here, I feel like there's a thousand angles on this game. But let's just start because we're but a couple of gamblers here. I admitted that I was very, very wrong with the opener. Gambling lesson here, right? For for our audience. Detroit, Minnesota. This is the ultimate trust the market game. Vikings open minus two and a half. It gets steamed all week to Detroit minus two and a half. The 10 and two team is the underdog. It feels like the line is saying, well, you got to bet the Vikings. You got to bet the Vikings. You got to bet the Vikings. Everybody bets Detroit. Detroit covers. It felt like to me, this was the ultimate, like, the sharp gamblers who moved that number all week, they knew. And even today, at the worst of the number, the right side was still very clearly Detroit, who won the game wire to wire. To me, this was like a clear, that number looks off. You should bet the other side. Like You should bet the side that seems confusing. Like, tr- trust the market. Trust the line movement. Because every Detroit number was good all week long. And I lost money, by the way. Well... Their
1: offense in Detroit is like on a Kansas City level in a very specific place. It's got to be at home. When they're in Detroit, they can win any kind of shootout or track meet. Now that St. Brown's out there and both running backs and DJ Shark and Jamison Williams, now I mean they even after the Hawkinson trade they've got the players and people when they're comfortable at home, they've gotten to a, actually really from the beginning of the year against Philadelphia, even though a lot of that was in garbage time, they've been able to consistently score 30 or more points at home all season long. It's just a matter of taking that on the road, bottling it up. But, you know, honestly, even if, even as I say that, if you're a Lions fan, who cares? Like, like, to me they're showing a, they're showing progress in a way where they they are they have an identity they're a high octane high powered offensive team and you can take that into the off season and figure out what to do on defense and also figure out like okay we still have golf for another year like what do we do around him and what do we do maybe down the road if he takes us you know like that's to me that's well, where they're at like they can still make the playoffs like they're not dead in that regard but their season with with the way they have played even in their losses like to buffalo and philly like this has been a
0: and miami
1: yeah this has been a tremendously
0: successful season for them i think yeah dude, well first of all today you can give me props whenever but today they hit their over baby. There you go. Yeah, five and a half comes in. They've won five of six. Um, Everything you said, I agree with. Well, did you see the Ian Rappaport report this morning? You might have been tailgating. Uh, Detroit, Goff is our guy. Committed. Just on the record, we are building around Jared Goff. Now, we'll see um, because that Rams pick, they could be staring at C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, you know. They're they're going to get a top five pick from the Rams, and they have their first round pick, which might end up being in the twenties, depending on if they win out. Um, I think the idea of golf is fascinating. Like, given how many points they've scored this year, they have a top five offensive line in football, and top five might be disrespectful. They might be. They might have the second best offensive line in football behind behind philly and golf is just throwing the ball down the field beautifully they've got a you know they got team speed and they have no defense if i think two, if, if they if they add will anderson to aiden hutchinson on that defensive line and then say they have the you know their own pick is somewhere like 15 18 something like that draft a cornerback why couldn't they win the NFC North next year?
1: Well, they they could, provided see like Campbell. I think is gonna have to make some hard decisions. This guy Aaron Glenn's his friend. That's obvious if you watch Hard Knocks. If the Denver defensive coordinator becomes available, or let's say Carolina doesn't keep Wilkes, in my opinion, both of those guys would be clear upgrades over what you have right now. But my my not really super educated guess because I'm not, you know, all like overly familiar with the inner workings of the Lions organization, but it just feels like Campbell is going to make the plea that it was a personnel problem, that it was player related and not coaches yeah. related. But I, I would go all in to fix my defense in the off season. And that would be include and included in that would be getting a defensive coordinator that has a reputation for being, you know a a difference maker
0: on that side of the ball so so what do you make of this like what I, what i said kind of off the top um if if the game was played next week on a neutral field can we name the nfc teams that would be favored over detroit minnesota would be
1: On a neutral field, they would be. We
0: just saw it today. It was two and a half in Detroit, and they kicked the shit out of them. Well. No, they would not. I think they would be. Okay, you're wrong. But, okay, so, well, then we disagree. But San Francisco, no. Dallas, no. Philly, no. But Detroit's favorite over Seattle – the Giants, Washington, and I would say Minnesota, you would say no, but they just won. Um, I really hope that team makes the playoffs. I saw someone put that out on Twitter about the teams in the NFC that they'd be favored over, man. Like, they are fun. Their offense is awesome. And the NFC stinks. Like, I'd much rather, you know, I love Geno, but I'd much rather watch Detroit well, than the Giants. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you, you a quick. So
1: would I, but let me ask you a quick follow up on Minnesota. So if they play next week in Minnesota, what do
0: you think the line would be? If it was two and a half in Detroit, yep, and they just won wire to wire, um, yeah, like Detroit minus one.
1: See, I just think it's a game that has been consistent with both teams this year and who they are, and just the outcome, Law of Averages took over. Minnesota finally lost a game that was closer, and Detroit finally won a game that was closer. And and and
0: and Dalvin Cook fumbled at the one-yard line going in. Yeah, I mean,
1: Kirk Cousins threw for 400 yards, and Justin Jefferson went off. I mean, it was not an ass-kicking. Like Detroit is just a great offensive team when they play at home. So that's why that's why I'm saying Cousins that.
0: was I, really good today, by the way.
1: That, that's, why, that's why I'm not convinced if
0: it's a neutral field, Detroit's favored against okay. them. Okay. Well, I fine. Then then it's then it's four teams. Or it's or it's it it's three in a push. And they're on the outside of the playoffs looking in right now. By the way, just one more thing. One more thing at the Jets, at the Panthers, home against the Bears, at the Packers. So it's three of four on the road. But what what chances do you give them? They're like they're like about five to one to make the playoffs right now. Four and a half, five to one.
1: What's the line for the Jets game?
0: The line for the Jets game. You want to take a guess? I think it's going to be Detroit minus one. It is the Jets minus one and a half. I don't think that helps your argument with me, dude. I think Minnesota. Minnesota's got a negative point differential for the season. Minnesota. I'm aware, I'm aware
1: they played a game against. They played a game where they lost by what? Forty semi points. That was what
0: forty to three that Cowboys yeah. game. Yeah, I understand. They have, but dude. What are they good at? Uh, they're not great at anything. Correct. They're not. And they're horrendous defending the pass, which tends to matter in football. So, I don't know. I thought that game was fascinating. Okay. I know what the odds are here, and I know this is a little bit more gambling-centric than we normally do, but I also thought this was very interesting. The Eagles kicked the shit out of the Giants today. Mm-hmm. Just looked like varsity against JV giants in the crappy NFC are a playoff caliber team allegedly are we ready to say that Eagles or the field is a legitimate conversation to come out of the NFC which side would you want to be on the field or the Eagles (sighs)
1: You know, I would probably right now say, "What are they to win the NFC?" I'd right now. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: I, I know what the number is. I looked it up before the show. But is it plus 150? Plus 170. But it's to me, man, it is hurtling in the direction of them heading into the postseason as the odds-on favorite over the field to come out of that conference. I mean, obviously, the Cowboys game is going to be the one that swings it like if if they beat dallas by double digits they'll be minus money in two weeks to to win the nfc like they're gonna kick the shit out of the bears next week even with the bears coming off the bye that game will be exciting the bears will score on them a little bit because of fields but they're gonna i mean the eagles could run for 400 yards on the bears if they wanted to so that i mean that that game that point spread is eight it should be 18 like that that they're gonna kick the ever-loving shit out of the bears um and I just I don't know, man. Dallas, we talk about it. Coach, quarterback, the Niners, quarterback. The, the the Vikings have no defense and the Eagles destroyed them this year. Like they're and they're only gonna have to play one of San Francisco or Dallas in the postseason. Like, and it's going to be in Philly, and they get the buy. It's just, it's, it's hurtling in the direction of them being minus money to make the Super Bowl, I think.
1: Well, I think right now that if they don't, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, uh, it's going to feel like a disappointing season in Philadelphia. Yeah. Because, but...
0: The even thing about I mean, even with the Hertz revelation and all of that, it's just it's it's it just the path is so easy for them, man. Well, that that's what I mean. Like
1: they did, they, they were obviously a very popular pick to win the NFC before the season started. Yeah, a lot of smart fe- football people saw how complete their roster was and thought that Hertz would make a jump, probably not this big, but thought he would be a lot
0: better and thought so, the division was worse than it was.
1: Yeah, so it's not like they're this out-of-nowhere, out-of-left-field team. But, you know, I don't think they came into the season with, you know, Bill's aspirations or Chiefs' aspirations. So, they're a weird one. Like, if I were in that market and they lost, like, if they lost the NFC Championship game and got upset at home, to one of these teams that we don't like that much. I would be like probably very. Um, I, I would. I think I would feel very emotional after the game. But I would have a hard time channeling the anger. Which I. which I, Inherently I know that would be coming from the Philadelphia fans. After a game like that. Well, you know I mean, what I, I mean? It was Dallas. You know what I mean? Like. I just don't think that this team. Des- would deserve that
0: um sure because it's single elimination 60 minutes professional football where like anybody can beat anyone i i i, I get what you're saying and hey man may, maybe they're the team that goes 16 and 1 and then has crazy bad turnover luck and just like the, the wor- they play their worst game of the season with all of the pressure on them coming off of a bye maybe they like, week 18 is basically a bye, and then they have the bye, and it's like a couple of weeks since they played a meaningful football game. I mean, that sure, like, all that's in play for them. But they're – they can run, they can throw, they can tackle, they can cover, they have home field. Everybody else has a huge fatal flaw that they're going to play until they get to the postseason. Like, I don't really know – what what am I supposed to? I feel like I, I feel like I the whole conversation around them right now is just creating problems that don't exist. It's like very devil's advocate, you know. It's just like straw manly. I, like okay, well, they had a bad
1: week. They had a bad week against Washington and Indianapolis, and ever since then, they've gone back to looking like they're in a class all alone. Yeah, in the NFC. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and and part of it is the teams that they will play keep having horrible things happen to them. So it just it, – it makes them stronger without doing anything. But, yeah, it feel it feels very Super Bowl or bust. And if you want to have the Eagles money, it feels like the last week maybe two uh, to get plus money on them. Now, I mean, if you think they're going to lose in Dallas, then then I guess that would be your last opportunity yep. really. But I don't know. They're going to kick the shit out of the Bears. Uh, All right, back half of these games. We can speed it up a little bit.